0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Okay, ladies and gents, boys and girls. Happy Friday. TGIF. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, the daily crow of the Spurs Up Show. Appreciate you all. Tuning in as we get situated here on this Friday, I see Brian Dean, Lance, uh, who else? Hunter Johnson, Stephen Borwell Jr., Travi, Jeff Gulledge, Luke RJ. What's going on also? Those in the Big Cock Club Discord. Head over to the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel be sure your questions are answered there. We've got a lot to get into, a lot to discuss. And we're wide open today. Taking your questions, your comments, and your calls at 843 790 3, 3, 7, 7. That's 8437903377. 3, 3, 7, 7. I see my guy Kemper Keenan as well. Shout out to the Greenville Gamecocks. What's going on? Um, Let's see. Also, again, those in the Big Cock Club Discord, head over to the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel. Will be sure your questions are answered there, guys. Of course, as always, TDC brought to you by our friends over at Price Picks. Go download the Price Picks app or go to PricePicks.com when you do. Use the promo code TSUS at sign up to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100, right? You can play college sports, pro sports, anything and everything in between. Um, You name it, they've got it, guys. Of course, bowl season just around. I think the bowl games begin in a week. Week from today, I believe the bowl games get going. So. Uh, you can play anything and everything, though, with our friends at Price Picks. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show and the Daily Crow have made tons of money with our friends at Price Picks, And you should as well. So, again, go download the app. We're going to prizepix.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Hey, shout out, my guys, in Hilton Head, Carolina Cigars. I see my guy, Tom, got the uh, got the TV on, got TDC on, got the stogie lit. Tom, appreciate you, my guy, and Eric as well. All the friends, all of our friends over at Kiana Cigars down in Hilton Head. Looking forward to getting back down to the island, by the way, man. It's, uh, you know, I love being in the studio, obviously, but I uh, tell you what, there's no vibe quite like that vibe in the Cigar Lounge. So, appreciate you guys. Of course, guys, three weeks from today, right, we're three weeks away exactly from kickoff in Jacksonville, Florida, as the Gamecocks take on Notre Dame in the Gator Bowl. Um, three weeks away, and of course, we'll be throwing our TSUS tailgate with our friends over at Carolina Cigars, Lot J outside of the stadium. Lot J outside of the stadium right there, guys. I just booked my Airbnb for Jacksonville this morning. We'll be getting in town on Wednesday. Uh, there's a pep rally going on Thursday. We'll rock with content on Thursday. And then, of course, kickoff on Friday, so going to be a lot of fun, going to be a good time. Hope to see you guys there. We'll get rocking and rolling around 11 or so. Also, guys, if you need, which you do, you do, by the way, you need it. Trust me. Your Irish pack. Be sure to hit up our friends at Carona Cigars. Either shoot them a DM on Instagram, give them a call, or just go to the location in Hilton Head. But uh, they do ship nationwide. So, guys, it's December the 9th. They can kick off in three weeks. You've got plenty of time to get their Irish Packs. They ship scary fast, by the way. We had somebody, I think, in the Big Cock Club Discord that ordered a couple stogies from them, and I want to say they had them the next day. Maybe it was two days, but it was quick. It was really, really quick from the time they ordered. So, guys, again, you've got plenty of time. Also, I want to shout them out because cigars is a great Christmas gift. If anybody's got an idea for a gift from me, hey, my birthday's on Christmas Day as well. I'll take a couple stogies. Why not? I'll take a couple stogies. But, uh, now, nah, be sure to hit them up at Carolina underscore cigars or give them a call and or give them a call. Reach out to them, and, and they will take care of you. Also, guys, of course, we'll be selling the Irish packs at the tailgate as well, uh, along with our merchandise. So, really, really excited for that. Again, going to be a good time the TSUS tailgate, which will be a lot of fun because we didn't do a TSUS tailgate last year with the bowl game. You might recall – Charlotte Gamecock Club had an event going on, and, and we just decided to kind of go hang out there. But uh, this year, really, and also the game, I think, was at like 11 a.m., right? The Mayo Bowl, I believe, was at like 11 a.m. last year. So, uh, 3.30 kickoff in Jacksonville, going to be a good time. Be sure to come on out. The TSUS Tailgate partnering up with our friends at Carolina. Cigars. I see my good guy, my good friend Luke RJ in the TDC Question channel says, what's some of the main topics you'd like to talk about today? Literally anything. We can talk about anything. Um, I'm down for whatever. Basketball plays on Sunday, which really strange or interesting uh, tip-off. Both men's and women's. It's a doubleheader at the CLA. Doubleheader at the CLA on Sunday. Women play, I believe, at 2 o'clock against Liberty. And the men play at 6, 6 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon against the Presbyterian Blue Hose. So, going to have us some Sunday night basketball to watch. Um, guys, full breakdown, prediction, all that good stuff on the show today. Also, thoughts on the Dowell-Loggins chatter. And it's sounding like it is thankfully becoming less and less likely that he is the Gamecocks next OC. And I, you know what? I don't care. I, I don't care if you don't like me saying that. You know what? It It, it, it is what it is. I, sorry. Sorry, not sorry for not wanting a guy who has failed everywhere he has gone. It's one thing. To, and I trust Shane Beamer. If, if he was convinced and he gave him the contract and you know what? What are you going to do? Be that guy that, that dams Beamer at every turn. I mean, we're not. Nobody's going to be that guy. You got to trust your head football coach. If you didn't trust him, he wouldn't be your head football coach, right? But uh, realistically, I uh, it looks like South Carolina might be going a different direction. And if that is the case, I'm ecstatic for it. Guys, I just realized I had the phone lines closed up. So phone lines are now open, 843-790-3377. You're more than welcome to call in. My apologies. I had the, the do not disturb on the phone line. So we are now wide open. Give us a ring. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven, but yet sounding less likely that Loggins is going to get the job. And like I said, I'm sorry, not sorry. I'm, I'm, I I mean, I think Gamecock fans. I think we've been, I think we've been more than justified uh, in our concerns. Let me just put it that way. I mean, you look at the dude. Never averaged over twenty points per game in the NFL. Never called a play at the college level. I don't 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 I, I think you're you're missing the mark if you're coming down on South Carolina fans for for not exactly being thrilled with the hire. I I, I think that uh, but it, it, it's sort of funny though it's sort of funny you know people are saying did, did the fans cause it if he doesn't get the job I I, I don't know you know I, I don't know I I, I don't know if, if if that's really the case or maybe or maybe this was a smoke screen all along like, I, I I don't know I I really don't know um but I think we're more than justified in, in – we were, we were more than justified in our concerns and, you know, the, the lack of enthusiasm that was felt from the Gamecocks fan base. I mean, again, you, you look at Loggins' resume, and I'm, I'm sorry, but it just does not – it does not warrant handing over the keys to this South kind of football program, specifically the offense, in a position that Beamer has to get right. He has to get this hire right. He must get it right? Right. So, you know, I I, I think that uh, it's sounding like again we're going a different direction, which I think much of Gamecock Nation is letting out a bit of a a bit of an exhale, if you will. So, a bit of an exhale. So, anyways, guys, phone lines are wide open. If you do want to give us a ring, you're more than welcome. And again, Luke, RJ, like I said, whatever y'all want to talk about. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of TDC is that TDC is controlled. By the caller, by the commenter, by you guys, right? Let's jump to the questions here. I well, actually, jump to the phone lines. Here we go. Call from Zach. Zach, what's up, man? How are you? Good, Chris. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing well. Appreciate you asking. What's up?
2: I just want to keep talking about the uh, potential logins hire. Mm-hmm. I uh, listened to your whole show yesterday. listened to everyone's opinion on the guy. I went and did some more research, looked at some articles that Brad Crawford posted and reading up on the dude. And uh, the more I think about it, look into it, the more I just really hate the idea of him being our offensive coordinator. I mean, just the track record. His offense has never finished higher than 26 in the NFL. There's 32 teams. His last year as an OC, he's finished 32nd and was voted the worst play caller in the NFL. I just I just don't understand, man. Um, mm. Like, Beamer just saying, you know, all these guys are calling. A lot of the people are calling. Fans, I think, it's a home run. And, you know, like, Gary Riley. Didn't think we'd get him. I mean, he's the OC for a team that's in the college football playoff right now. If he's leaving that job, it's probably going to be a head coaching job, let's be honest. I mm-hmm. uh, didn't see Longo. I figured before he left for Wisconsin, I figured he was probably like kind of the head coach in waiting mm-hmm. whenever Mack retires, which might be pretty soon. I don't know if you've seen how many players are hitting the portal in this program. Mm-hmm. Things are looking pretty dire down in Chapel Hill. Um, I thought Bryles might be an option after they struggled this year, but with Jefferson coming back, uh, I understand he wants to stick it out. That's his QB1. Give him one more shot. But – I saw what happened with, like, Graham Harrell. They, they were mentioning him. I was cool with that. He had a bad year this year at West Virginia, but got to look at the bigger picture. Had a makeshift outline, line. Uh, a lot of turnovers. But you look at his production when he was the OC at Southern Cal, good numbers. The Texas Tech guy, I think they had, like, a top 25 offense this year in college football. Um, even the JMU guy. I mean, they just moved up from FCS. I think I saw an article this morning where they have a top fifteen offense. And that's with FCS players. Imagine what he could do with the talent we have. Especially if Rattler and Wells and Lloyd all come back. But we're settling for this Danny DeVito looking doppelganger guy. I just uh man. It's tough. But uh that's just my two cents. I appreciate you taking the call and uh Go
1: Cox man. Zach, I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Great stuff on that call. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, yeah, I, I think we'd all agree that Loggins would be a would be a, a dog shit hire. I mean, we really do. Um, let's see. Yeah, I, I I think most all of us agree that Loggins would have been a really a, a really rough hire. Um, you know, I've also heard the name Kevin Jones or Kevin Johns, excuse me, from. Duke, the Duke offensive coordinator. So, um, I, I think there are definitely names out there, but I, I don't know how Loggins got so much hype and so much momentum, guys. I would just say it's it's a roller coaster. Just hold on for dear life. I mean, we you know it's it's I, I don't know, I don't know, and I know Gamecock fans are not patient at all. Nobody's patient around here. Nobody wants to be patient. Um, so. You know, but that's kind of the only choice. It's the only choice we really have. It's the only choice you really have. So, yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, let's jump back to the phone lines here.
3: Call from Frank.
1: Frank, what's up, man? How are you? <clears throat> How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing well. Appreciate you asking. What's up, man? So much negative
4: sentiment yesterday. A different day today with the uh, logins thing maybe going uh, mm. all the way of the dodo bird. But you know I, I did some uh I did some looking into this guy and you know I'm not going to talk about the negative stuff. He was a positive. Not, everybody in Arkansas had nothing but positive things to say about his player relationship stuff. Um, his ability to coach at that level there. He was a really highly rated recruiter. And if you look at Shane Beamer maybe trying to get a guy who's a little bit like him, you know, a lot of these puzzle pieces were starting to fit when when you looked into it a little bit, especially at the tight end position, where if you look at what's going on in our tight end room, uh, we might've needed a little boost there. So look, I didn't agree. I didn't agree with it, but if you look at some of the, some of the things that was some justification for him, maybe being in the running, maybe to flip a commit at the tight end position, or we'll bring one a highly uh, a high star rated tight end from uh, Arkansas. So I mean, I mean, again, we're losing Bell, Stockner, Keenan's retiring from football. Um, you know, maybe there was a little justification by it, but looks like we got driven way down a dead end street and uh, just got left. Yeah, got kicked out of the car. So I- I'm hoping. You know, I, I guess the dream guy. My guy would be Riley, but I don't know. Is he looking to leave? Do we have two million for him?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's again, it's it's all he said, she said at this point, and we're all just kind of left guessing. So yeah, I mean, I think Riley would be the 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 home run hire, if you will. Um, you know, I but but I understand people's wanting to go ahead and get this done, and. Um, you know, and and pull the trigger because the longer you wait, it feels like guys are taking jobs here and there. So, you know, you don't want to get left in the dark and then have to settle for somebody. So I I just – and I guess the frustrating thing too is – and I know, you know, listen, I trust the process. Beamer wants to take his time, interview guys. I I get that. But also if you're you're telling everybody that, you know, I've I've got so many people calling and there's so many great candidates that want the job, then, I mean, why – How hard could it be? Right. But, but, but granted, it's, it's not as simple as that, but um, yeah. I, I, someone uh, said this
4: to me yesterday and they go, why are you shopping for a diamond in the rough when you can afford diamonds? You know, like, like, what are, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. We should be able to pick up top notch guys, Uh, you know, and, and things are, you know, especially, you know, we, we got a bowl game coming up. I just want to quickly hit on that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it, I'm looking forward to going down and and playing in Notre Dame, a great, great brand. It'd be a great win for us, uh, a great step forward for the program. You know, with Fosky out now, Bears leaving, Pine is out. They got QB1 now, hasn't taken a snap since September. You know, they might even put their QB2, which was their QB3, in. So maybe we could take advantage
1: of this. Um, and that's about it. Uh, I'll be Florida bound, just like you, I guess. Uh, maybe we'll talk next week. For sure, Frank. I appreciate the call, man. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. All right, Kyle. Yeah, Take man. care. You too. Great stuff from Frank, guys. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. But yeah, it, it's. I, I'll tell you this. I I am fine with Beamer taking his time. Uh, obviously, I mean, it's who am I to tell Beamer how to how to hire somebody? But if we're sitting here this time next week, and there's no OC, I, I'll start to be a little concerned, right? I mean, you'd like to go ahead and get the guy out of the way. Um. You'd like to get the guy out of the way before signing day, obviously, right? I mean, you would think so. You would think so. You would think so. Christopher says, let Beamer coach. I hear you, my guy. Let's jump
5: to the phone lines. Call
3: from awesome. Chad. <laughs> Chad, what's up, man? Hey, Chris.
5: So, got a question. I put it on your page last night. Uh, does anybody think that we're just not, the board is not giving the money to go out and get a high profile OC? After what happened with Muschamp, if we don't spend a 1.2, I don't think we get somebody like a Riley or a uh, guy out of God of Arkansas. What do you think about that? I mean,
1: yeah, are we broke? I don't know.
5: <laughs> I don't like, well, to think I don't we think we are, we're broke, but, you know. but I mean, we don't like to spend money. I mean, let's be honest. Our OCs are some of the lowest paid in the SEC. Our coach is the lowest paid in the SEC. Outside of Muschamp, and Spurs, what have we spent money on anybody?
1: Well, Dawn Staley's getting a fat check.
5: Yeah, she's winning, so I get
1: that. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I mean, you know, I I think the reason, I mean, I get why Beamer's the lowest paid coach is because he he never had coached a game. He's he's going to get an extension and a raise for sure. But you know, I I'd, I'd certainly, I don't know, man. I mean, if if money is an issue, that's unfortunate because I I just I don't think we have problems generating revenue. I, I could be wrong. I don't know all the numbers, but uh, no, I mean, we're going to have to spend money to get somebody. You know, you get what you pay for for sure, man. So. Yeah, I guess if you want to cut a login size check, you're going to get a logins. You know what I mean? That's just kind of how it's going to work out. So, if you want a Riley, you're going to, have to cut a riley size check. But um, it's just the competitive market and what guys are getting paid. And I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's I, 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 there's no way for – you know, I, there's there's hardly any way for us to know that information. So, what do you I,
5: think I, Beamer – maybe Beamer uh, wants to call some of the play. Maybe he wants to be more involved in offense. What do you think? He was by uh, Satterfield a lot the last two games.
1: Dude, I, I just – Yeah, I mean, I I, that'd be fine. I mean, that's you know maybe he does. I feel like Beamer's a little bit more of a hands-off guy, but dude, I I just want to score points. I don't care who the OC is. I don't care how they do it. I like the last hey, the last two games of the year. I mean, we talked about it here and there, but when I was watching those games, I really wasn't even concerned with who was calling the plays. I was just happy to see us moving the football. So, um, (laughs) I mean, if I mean, dude, I, I I mean, dude, I listen. I trust Beamer if he wanted to roll the dice with a Justin Step. Or Freddie Kitchens. I mean, I would, you know, we'll, we'll keep it going. Let's keep doing what we've been doing the last two games. I mean, it's, it's – so, you, you got to trust Beamer. I mean, I'll just say on the log tire specifically, though, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I mean, you just – it's just – it's a nauseating feeling when you look at a guy's resume like that. And it's just – there ain't a whole lot you can point at that says, here are examples A, B, and C, why he will be successful. Calling plays at University of South Carolina and put out productive offenses. I it just, I just think you need a guy that gives you some sort of confidence. I mean, I've been saying that since the jump. I, I just, this isn't the time to, ex- you know, it's well, like could JC. It also, I mean, a
5: lot, a lot of coulds here. But could it also be that, you know, he don't want a guy that's going to leave in the next year and he has to do this all over again? Maybe he feels he needs somebody that needs to be here a good three years to to really recruit and bring in the type of quarterbacks, the receivers, or running backs we have. I mean, I, I just don't understand. Why would want somebody that's going to be here one year probably and then gone? I mean, yeah. Riley's going to be a head coach a bit.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I for sure I hear you on that. I think it's a balance though. You just, this is, you know, in, in my mind, the fairly or unfairly, I think the pressure is that the fan base is not going to be as patient as they probably should with Shane Beamer in regards to the offensive side of the football. I think if the next OC is a swing and miss, if we're sitting here two years from now and the offense still stinks. A lot of people are going to throw him in the must chant bucket. And I, and I hate to say that, but it's just, just – that's just probably what the fan base is going to do. It's There's just not going to be – it's not going to be a lot of patience. I just don't know how many hires he's going to get. So, I, I think this, you know, this OC hire is massively important. I think, again, Beamer's tenure at the end of the day, when we're getting into year four, five, six, is going to be judged off of is, is the offense successful. You know, because I, it's, it's an offensive game. I mean, we won the last two games of the year because of offense. That's why we won. So, uh, I just – I think this fan base desperately wants to see a good offense. And so, I mean, I, I, again, I just can't say it enough. I think this next OC hire is very important to get this one right. And, and a guy like Loggins may, may if if he does get the job or if he did, it may work out. But I, I don't know, man. I, I think you'd like to take a – I think you'd like to hire a guy that isn't such a risk, isn't such a big risk. But, uh, I mean, you know, it's Beamer's decision to make, man. We're just sitting back and – reacting to it so
5: yep well next time you're in hilton head let's grab a beer hey
1: i'm down man let's do it thanks talk right, you right. I'll talk soon great stuff great stuff i don't drink but either way <laughs> we'll go out uh let's see Mm-mm-mm. yeah i just i find it hard to believe i find it hard to believe guys we ain't got cash i find it really hard to believe yeah, I find that really tough to believe. I, I know it's not as simple as just, you know, just go cut a check and hire the best OC, but I don't know, man. Anyways, guys, would love to hear from you. Uh, three weeks away from the bowl game. We're just 16 days away from Christmas. I have not really even sat down and kind of gotten the season. I might do that this weekend, actually. I'm going to a Christmas party tomorrow. So we'll get a little festive. We'll get a little festive, right? Um, but yeah. Other than that, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Yeah, the I see Gad posting the the roller coaster GIF in the the Big Cock Club Discord. The roller coaster most certainly continues, indeed. Um, yeah, the roller coaster continues. Also, guys, I've been asked a lot about the the bowl game simulation that will be happening on Tuesday at eight o'clock. We will simulate the game using Notre name. Let's jump back to the phone lines.
3: Call from
5: Bobby.
1: Bobby, what's up, man? Kaka
5: doodle doo. Your game
6: cocks are doo doo.
1: Okay. All right. We keep it moving. Um, let's see. Steven says a lot of our money goes to other sports with Tanner, I've noticed. Which is not bad, but we need money to compete in football. Yeah, football's king. Football's king, Stephen. Football is king. That is a fact. Um, yeah, football moves the needle for every other sport. And I, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can spend money wherever else you want, but football literally carries your entire athletics department. So, um Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say on that. I mean, it does. You can look at the numbers, and it by far does. Uh, guys, of course, today, no Jake Crane. We are officially done with Jake Crane appearances until I think the week of the bowl game and maybe the week after we'll get Jake's thoughts and opinions on the game, stuff like that. But today, we are wide open with your questions, comments, calls. We are wide open. You know, it's crazy, man, and I, and I love it, right? I, lo- I love it. I love the daily grind. I love the content. I love it, and I I think this show really speaks to, though, like the, 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 the diehards, if you will. Really speaks to the diehards. Because Friday, December the 9th, right? Friday, December the 9th, you would think to yourself, you would think to yourself, okay, regular season's over. This is like the dead period, and you guys continue to show up and Be in the comments and in the calls every single day. And I've even sat back and thought, damn, I love the Daily grind." But it's crazy how it just, this never turns off. It it never, Slap Nick McIntosh in the Big Cock Club Discord says that uh, Twitter was dead last night. Yeah, very strange. It's crazy. I go out Wednesday night to dinner. Twitter goes nuts. I'm at home chilling last night. Not a peep. So, I, I, I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's it just it never stops, man. For the diehards, it never ever 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 stops, which we love. It keeps business going and keeps us rocking and keeps us rolling, you know. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting down to Jacksonville though. I, I've uh, we booked the booked the Airbnb this morning for Jacksonville. We'll be down there Wednesday through Saturday. Looking forward to it. Going to be a really really good time. Um, would love to link up with some Gamecocks. We'll go to the pep rally on that Thursday. We will probably do, we not probably, we'll definitely do no TDC on that Wednesday because that'll be a travel day. We might do like a Twitter space. Yeah, how about Phil Harris? It says, John Edward Kruger, the biggest dork in Game Nation. Now, Phil, that's just not nice. Phil, that's not nice, Phil. Phil from the top rope. I love how Phil and John Edward have this rivalry in the chat. John, Phil and John Edward. I don't know. John Edward doesn't like that Phil likes rugby, and Phil doesn't like that John Edward likes Duke basketball. So it's just they just go at one another. Amber says you just have to believe in Beamer. Amber, I don't know anybody here that don't believe in Beamer. I mean, I I, I tell people all the time I wouldn't rock his name on merchandise. I wouldn't rock his name on my body if I didn't believe in him. I thought he was a slap dick. I wouldn't rock him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't support him. I wouldn't represent him. Right. So I just represent myself. So uh, yeah. If I thought he was a slapdick, I I would act accordingly, but I don't think that. I do support Shane Beamer. We all do. Travis Allen, Chris, do you have to go to the Jaguars to get Lot J parking pass? Travis, I don't know. From what I've heard, though, I think Lot J sold out, my guy. Carona Cigars is taking care of all that for us. I have no clue. Um, Kevin Cox, I had just started the acceptance stage of logins. You don't spend 13 years in the NFL and be that bad at your job. Well, Kevin, the – Proof's in the pudding, bro. Like I said last Friday, proof's in the pudding. I mean, he had an average scoring over 20 points per game in the NFL once as an OC. So, I I hear you. I hear you. The experience factor, I I get it. I get that for sure. But uh, them numbers spoke different, Kevin. Them numbers spoke different on it. So, Joey Suggs, any news on the transfer portal? We have any players interested to join the team? We, I have heard nothing on the portal in regards to Anybody coming to South Carolina, I have heard nothing. Um, I mean, guys, I kind of feel like that's something you'll just – you'll know when it happens, you know what I mean? It's – I don't know with portal guys. You know, I don't really know with with portal guys that uh, many of those guys are like dropping top fives or top threes, or they kind of just commit, you know, wherever they go. How about Austin Stogner, by the way? Heading back to – Heading back to Oklahoma, right? Jacob E. says, NFL will recycle bad coaches until they retire. I, I, I will say this, Jacob, to your point. It's it's interesting what you see in the coaching world, right? Because, and I've actually talked to Jake Crane about this before, but in coaching, it just seems you get to a point where once you get to a certain level, whether it be SEC, it be NFL, it be Power 5, whatever, at some point, you become a made man, Right? At some point, you become a made man where it's like you are one of the people that's kind of always in conversation for jobs. So, like you said, coaches just get recycled. It's like the same guys that get shuffled in and out. It's it's crazy. But once you're a made man, feels good to be good. You're made. All right, let's turn to the phone lines. Call from Chase. Chase, what's up, man? How are you? Doing all right, man. Glad it's Friday. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I appreciate you asking. What's up? Uh, not, not, not much, really. I just want
7: to call and talk to you in a little while. Um, I was going to ask you a couple questions. You know, one's kind of – I know it doesn't move the me- uh, needle as much, but like you've been saying, it's a dead period. Uh, what are you thinking about this uh, – our roster for baseball this year, any with the transfers that we got in from Clemson and everything, I mean, how competitive are we looking? Are we still looking about 500, hoping to get just postseason play, the season play, the season play, 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 season play,
2: play,
1: play, play, yeah, and I'm excited for baseball, man. I'm excited for the Yardcocks. Um, you know, I, from people I've talked to and oh, – Whoa. Technical. Technical deal going down. Anyways, yeah, I, I – uh, Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we've got a top three or top four pitching staff in the SEC. So, um, I don't know if people can even see me or hear me or anything. we got the login hackers, but I'm maybe I'm just talking to you. I don't know. Um <laughs> no i know what it okay we got the camera camera messing up anyways i think people can hear me um here we go all right we're back we're back good i don't know what just happened Login hackers kingston hackers somebody hackers anyways back to your question no uh, you know i from people i've talked to i think we've got a top three or four pitching staff in the sec the question is just going to come down to simply can we hit can we swing it um which is kingston's teams every single year um it, that, that, that's the story of his team every single year. You know, you look at Will Sanders, Jack Mahoney, Noah Hall, Matthew Becker. I mean, I think our starting rotation is going to be in a good position. The kid, Ricky Williams from Clemson, the transfer, I, I think he is going to play a big role for us. I hate that the Kimball kid got hurt, the Notre Dame guy. Um, fireballer from Notre Dame, that would have been a huge, huge boost to our bullpen. But anyways, from what I've heard, I mean, we, we are set on the pitching side of things. It'll just all come down to – You know, can we hit? You get Braylon Wimmer back, which is huge, but you're going to have a lot of new guys. And you know, I'll be honest with you, I'm not as I'm not as familiar with the roster at this point as I may have been in previous years because I didn't live in Columbia this fall, so I didn't go to any inner squads. I didn't I didn't see any any practices or anything like that. But uh, you know, I know we added a lot of different guys, a lot of different pieces, and you know, you bring in Monty Lee, so. I mean, dude, if we can swing it, we're going to have a really, really good team. Um, I, I mean, again, I would just say the goal still is to, you know, finish 16, and 14, 17, and 13 in the league. You do that. You got a really good team, you know, 18 and 12. That that point, you're getting really close to hosting a regional. Um, You know, you, you want to be at that 17 or 18 win mark to, to host. And also, you need to win your non-conference. But you look at your non-conference schedule, I was looking at it and I mean, it's it's. Yeah. I think it's very manageable. I mean, <laughs> I think it's very mm-hmm. very manageable. Granted, we you know we've seen this team lose the Citadel and Xavier and all that. Sure. But uh, I mean, it's it's. Yep. No, nah, I think it's very doable. So, but the SEC schedule will be a grind once again, and uh, you right. know, I, I'm not expecting the Gamecocks to to win the SEC or anything. But you know, I, I think the expectations are are very clearly set for this year. I think I, I and I've said I think it's super regional or bust for Kingston. I just. I think any other result is is just not going to be sufficient. I mean, because you either missed the postseason, got eliminated in your own regional, or you went on the road for a regional and lost, and I would say none of those will be good enough. So um, I think it's supers or bust. for. I mean, I'm excited, though, for Gamecocks baseball. I really am. I love the baseball season. I love covering baseball. You know, it's fun to have four games per week to talk about. It's it's a blast, and especially when you – that first half of the season when basketball and baseball overlap, if you will – Unfortunately South kind of men's basketball has just kind of become it's just it's just kind of that thing we watch between a bowl game and baseball yeah. season starting it's just right. that's unfortunately kind of the role that uh that Gamecocks basketball plays in our lives on the men's side so but either yeah. way either way I'm excited mm-hmm. for baseball season again if, if we can hit it's, it's just like almost every other kind of sport right if we can score on offense we're gonna draw games
7: yeah exactly yeah. the Carolina we need an offense yeah. yeah okay well i well, I guess my just my last little question I guess is more directly at you. I know you've been a season ticket holder and stuff with uh for the baseball games and you being up here close, you know in the upstate what what's what's your uh, you thinking you could probably be like fifty fifty on the home games this year like you could pick the bigger series to go to or have you even thought that far ahead of what' because, I mean I know you can do your job from mm. the studio obviously, but I know you being a baseball guy, I know you want to get down there and watch some games as well, so have you just thought about how many games are
1: you thinking you're doing this year? Um, for the home series, I mean, I, I think 50-50 is probably a little much. Yeah. Just because, like you said, I, I – right. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so easy to do it from – I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. The only the only non-conference series that I'll probably make it a point to to go to will be the Carolina Clemson series, especially with the first two games being up here. Um, I'll definitely go to the oh, – yeah. I'll um, definitely go to the Sunday game in Columbia – I mean, outside of that, I'm, I'm honestly, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm more excited about the road series than I am the home series. I, I'm, uh,
7: yeah, I've heard you talking about the road yeah, trips.
1: Yeah. I mean, we got, we, we open up with three at Georgia. You know, we go to Mississippi State. The dude, I will 110% be at that one. Um, decent chance I'm at the LSU home series because that Saturday, April the 8th, it's either going to be that Saturday or the next Saturday we will have our spring game. And I'm really hoping that it's that Saturday because the next weekend we play at Vandy and I've never been to Nashville. So I I'd love to go to Nashville for a weekend and just kick it. Right, Um, You know, depending on how the season's going, this series Thursday through Saturday against the Florida Gators uh, you know, if it's a series where, you know, we're, we're, we're rocking and we're rolling an sec play and we're ranked and, you know, it's, it's a, it's a big series then you know, we could maybe throw a tailgate or something for that. I mean, and that's, you know, that's the thing. And I, and I'll tell anybody it's, it's, I'd love to throw tailgates every weekend for every baseball series. But if you're not winning baseball is and basketball is the same way, but baseball is a results driven sport. Like if you're not winning, people are just not showing up unless you're a diehard, people are not going to show up. And I, and I, you know, it is what it is. I don't blame them. Um, also at Arkansas, I'll a 1,000% be there May the 12th through May the 14th. And that final home series against Tennessee, that could be a fun one to go to also. So, you know, I I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm almost more excited for the road series than I am the home. I've been to Founders Park plenty of times, but the opportunity to go to Arkansas State, to go to Vandy and Nashville. Athens is always a good time. So, um, you know, we might hit the road, but, you know, also it's – you know, I, I'll probably attend a couple of the home series, and I'm planning on going down to Hoover for the SEC tournament staying the entire week, whether counter wins or loses. So, uh <laughs> no, yeah, might be least. a short trip, but, right, you know, right. okay, it, that'd be fun. It normally, yeah, it normally is. But, I mean, you look at our non-conference series to start of the year. We've got UMass Lowell for three. We've got Penn for three. We got Clemson. And then we've got Bethune-Cookman. For three. So, our non-conference. Hey, we need all the batting practice we need. Oh, for exactly. sure. For sure. But exactly. our, our our non-conference <laughs> our non-conference weekend series outside of Clemson are just straight up garbage. I mean, there's no other way to put it. And then right. we've got that game against North Carolina on uh, Tuesday, April the 4th in Charlotte. So, that'll be a good time.
7: Okay. Well, I'll switch it back real quick and I'll get off yeah. here. I was going to ask one, qu- one question about, um, you know, after the bowl game. I'm excited for it. Obviously, when you get up matched up with Notre Dame, anything is going to be big. So it's a big game, be a good test. Going back three weeks or three games in a row against a nationally ranked opponent, as well, really define where we're at as a program going forward. Going the momentum into the off season, how how um, how much do you think this game is going to determine the future for uh, Rattler? You think if he balls like if he balls out, he thinks that's going to be, okay, I did it three weeks in a row. It's going to be his test. He's going to go – he's going to try to leave? Like, do you think this is what he's playing it for As like, his test kind of? Like another, like, going to be a show-me moment for the NFL? Or do you think he's playing and, you know, he, he more than likely you play, he's planning on coming back? Because I can see it both ways. I was just interested to see what you think, or like how quick you think we'll hear something after that bowl game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, he, he said openly that, uh, he would make a decision after the bowl game. So I, I don't see, I mean, I, I mean, he, he, why else would he be playing in the bowl game and waiting until after the bowl game to make the decision? I mean, I'm, I'm sure ideal, or I don't want to say ideally, but I'm sure in his head, if he threw for three or 400 yards and he, he heard something he liked from NFL scouts that, uh, Right, you know, maybe, maybe that he would he would make the move. So I I think it's a big guess right now. I would imagine very soon though, after the bowl game, he would say something. Um, you know, I you know, so it, it's I mean, I hope he balls out obviously in the bowl game, but you know, I I wonder how much does it factor in? More so importantly, our NIL stuff and putting together an NIL package and um, because I mean, I, I just. Unless he's unless his draft stock just skyrockets after the bowl game, like I think he could probably make more money in NIL than he would where he's. Yeah, it's yeah, a whole new ball game with that. Yeah. Right.
7: Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, we're really learning on the spot. I mean, all of us are just sitting here with the first sources eye emoji right now, just watching everything play out because this is this is new. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all right, man. I'm. Um. I'll, I'll let you go and get to the other callers and. Um. Just glad you showed up for work today. I was worried about you after you posted about the Rebel Rabbits last night if you were going to call out sick tonight. So I'm glad – or today that – so I'm glad you made it back
1: for a Friday show. Appreciate what you do out here, my guy. And i uh, talk to you soon. Hey, Chase, you're the man. I appreciate you. Take care. Great stuff from Chase. Yeah, we indulged in a couple Rebel Rabbits last night, but nothing got out of hand. It was – uh, nah, just a chill night, just packaging some towels and getting merch packaged up and – that's the beauty of those drinks, man. There's no there's no hangover. It's not alcohol. It's 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 uh, the delta eight, delta nine stuff. So there's no hangover at all with it, man. So yeah, it, it's crazy how much different though the mood today is versus the mood yesterday in regards to like everybody just freaking out yesterday, going crazy. This guy's gonna be our OC. He's you know. And I, and I get it, and I get it. But today's a little bit more good news, right? Good news on the uh, on the home front. Guys, that being said, we're going to jump into a quick break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you. More your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls as well. 843-790-3377. Either... Either my comments are messed up or you guys are really quiet today because we haven't had a new comment in 12 minutes. I, I don't know if uh, – there we go. There's one. All right, Matt Garner saving the day. Um, Let's see. Boogie Waves, Gamecocks, I guess I missed the news today. What what news is there, Boogie Waves? Outside of it sounds like Dowell Loggins is no longer going to be the Gamecocks. OC. But, you know, guys, at this point, again, it's, it's all per sources. It's all a guess. That's why on the podcast I dropped this morning, which, by the way, go check it out. You know, I I talked about the whole Dowell Loggins saga, and I made sure to say if, right? If, because I I didn't want to, like, lose my cool necessarily. I gave my thoughts on it, but I didn't want to lose my cool. You hate to lose your cool over something that may not even happen. I don't know. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Call from Will from Dirty Myrtle. Will repping the Dirty Myrtle. What's up, man? How you doing?
7: we pretty good, man. How about you?
1: I'm doing well. You know, I was just thinking, man, I'm, I'm, I am I'm, know we're in the month of December, but I just – I can't wait for a beach trip, man. I'm looking forward to it. You're all through, bro.
7: <laughs> Let me know. Yeah, uh,
1: I got you. So,
7: so before you went to break, you were talking about how it was a little bit more positive vibes today. Do you think that there's a possibility that Beamers is backing off in his hire? Like that's a legitimate thing like he might be looking elsewhere or is it just they're waiting to announce the kind of thing like what do you what kind of feeling do you get
1: I mean I, from what I'm hearing I think there's a chance that he's backing off of it and they're just continuing the interview process and you know interviewing uh different candidates so
7: that's that's awesome I wonder if we're pulling a Tennessee <laughs> with on on that kind of thing where we just screamed so much, they were like, you know what, maybe this isn't the guy, you know. Yeah.
1: No, I mean I, I you know, I, I don't know. It's it's that's what's tough about the whole purse sources thing. And I and I know people want to know. Everybody wants to be on the inside and know what's going on, but I guess what's tough is like it, it's all it's all the guess, right? It's all left up to the mind of the you know, it's it's all left to our imagination. So we're just all kind of trying to trying to guess what's going on and what the thought process is. And in reality, we just don't know. In reality, we just don't know, so.
7: Right. So, switching gears real quick, uh, talk about men's basketball for a second. Um, I mean, Gigi Jackson is, is definitely uh, as good as advertised. I mean, he's still really raw, but being the youngest player in college basketball, really showing his, his upside, but – um just the team as a whole, though. I mean, we did have a good win the other day against Georgetown, mm-hmm. but it just looks like it's going to be a it's going to be a long season,
6: you know.
7: Like,
1: I mean, I, I we
7: do not have very much talent on that team.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, I I talked about in the preseason. I thought depth would be the greatest concern, and uh, you know, we'll we'll beat PC on Sunday, no question. Then, you know, the schedule comes back around at UAB next Wednesday, and you know, you keep it moving. But yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's Gigi Jackson's a lot of fun. I mean, the reason you won that game last weekend against Georgetown was because he had 22 second-half points. And if Gigi's rolling like that, yeah. we got a shot. But, uh, yeah, I mean, depth's a concern, man. Depth's a concern. And what we knew for Lamont, the roster would be a work in progress. And, I mean, outside of GG, Michi Johnson, Hayden Brown every now and then, Jacoby Wright every now and then, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's rough. It's rough. So, you know, I think SEC play, <laughs> man, is going to be a uh, – like, like I said, you start SEC play January the 3rd. Opening day is February the seventeenth, so I, I unfortunately think that uh, the time that 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 stretch of SEC games, we might just look at that as okay. This is just the these are the lashings we have to take until uh, until baseball season begins. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to go. I, I'm not trying to go into it, you know, any type of doom and gloom or anything, but just realistically, man, I just I just don't think we're there. You know what I mean? We were we were picked to finish dead last in the conference for a reason. So if you, if you finish 10th, right, you've had a massive, massively successful year and you overachieved. So, um, I mean, it is what it is. And, you know, I, I would say this. I, I don't know. The, the, the basketball program's in an interesting spot because I, I believe Gamecock Nation loves basketball. I, I really do. But uh, I, I don't know what it would take to for basketball to not be the number three or maybe even the, the number four sport on campus, outside of just winning and winning big. Because um, I would say I don't know I I'd, I'd almost argue women's basketball is ahead of men's basketball at this point in regards to interest just because of how good they are you know what I mean but anyways it, it's 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 going to be interesting to follow this season just how Lamont does in year one and you never know I mean I, I think this is a team what you saw against Georgetown that and I think we just lost Will from Dirty Myrtle but what I was going to say is I think this is going to be a team that when when it is all clicking and guys get hot as you saw against Georgetown you know I wouldn't be surprised if we pulled an upset or two but. I – there's a reason I came in this season with just zero expectations, absolutely zero expectations. So, um, anyways. Matt Garner says, hopefully Day, Luke Day, is the next to be replaced. You you have an issue with the strength coach. I've got – I think Day's actually done a really, really good job. Um, You know, guys aren't getting hurt. I mean, I – I uh I mean I you know, have we been pushed around a bit for sure, but I mean I, I think that's more of a recruiting issue. I think the guys we have are in peak physical condition. I think the guys we have, I mean, we've been a fourth quarter team, Garner. We've 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 played well in the second half. I I, I don't know I don't I don't I'm not with you on the, the Luke Day slander. I actually think Luke Day's done a really, really good job, if, if you want my honest opinion. So um you know, there there's a reason. There's a reason we're recruiting both lines of scrimmage so heavily. I mean, there's a reason we are Matt. So uh, I, I think in recruiting is where you're going to see that get solved. I don't think it's a loop Day issue. I, I don't. I don't think it's a loop Day issue, my friend. I think it's a. I think it's a recruiting talent issue. So, anyways, bad Brad in the Discord says Beamer also hasn't ever given us a true injury timetable for our people that get hurt. So yeah. So why would why would we have a timetable for the OC stuff? Yeah. That's 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 a that's a. That's a that's a fair point, my friend. That is a very, very fair point indeed. That is a very fair point indeed, um, guys. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Again, like I mentioned, guys, the bowl game simulation, the bowl game simulation will happen. Will take place uh, next Tuesday at eight p.m. Next Tuesday at eight p.m. We'll get that going. Also this weekend, guys. I, I know I've been saying it. But I am going to sit down, and I am going to get the Cox versus Catholics merch made. We'll probably drop that on Monday, and you guys will have until Friday to buy that to ensure delivery by the bowl game. So, um, Cox versus Catholics merch on the way. It has been highly requested. And, again, I appreciate you all for requesting it, your love, your support on the merchandise out of the business. By the way, guys, also, our merchandise has officially hit Palmetto Moon. Go check out your local Palmetto Moon location. Um, that merchandise has been shipped to them, received. I think they, they got it yesterday, so it should be up uh, – or maybe two days ago they got it. So it should be on the rack no later than, I would say, today or tomorrow at the absolute latest. So let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call
3: from
1: Todd Smith. Todd, what's up, man? How you doing?
6: Hey, Chris. How you doing, man? Uh, just calling in, you know, I'm get- I'm a little frustrated about this whole OC deal, like I'm sure many Gamecock fans are. And what's frustrating is Deion Sanders takes over a program less than a week ago, and he's already hiring some of the best of the best across the board. And we can't, we can't seem to put together, a, a, you know, we keep talking about, oh, we're going to get the best staff. We're going to get the best staff. And we keep getting guys that haven't called a call snap in the, in in
1: college, as an OC, I don't, I don't understand it, man. I, Todd, your your concerns are justified and validated. And I, I don't get it either, my friend. I, I wish that uh, I wish we could ask Shane Beamer himself. I really do. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a method of the madness, but uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, Loggins, thankfully, it sounds like is not going to get the job anymore. I, it, I don't know. It's, it's all per sources, so who really knows at this point. But uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know why we insist on hiring guys that come from slapdick community college. I, I don't know. I, I just I – don't, I don't get it.
6: I mean, I, I, I find it hard to believe that the University of South Carolina an alum and, and, the, and the deep pockets that I know that that school has well, – are they not wanting to come off the money or, and I, and again, I know these are questions that you can't really answer. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm wasting my time, but it's frustrating, you know? Oh yeah, for sure.
1: No, for sure. I, you know, it's, and again, when Beamer was hired, you know, I think that's what we all thought was that, Hey, he's a rookie coach, but he's going to surround himself with the the best possible guys and, and these, and these all-star coaches. And, you know, I mean, even to, I mean, listen, Clayton White and Pete Limbo have worked out, but even them, man, it, it's, it's, it's been a coaching staff full of rookies, right? It's right. been a coaching staff just full of rookie guys. I mean, you know, and then you're talking about bringing a guy like Loggins who's, who, like you mentioned, has never called a play at the SEC nor the college level. That's just not good enough, man. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's just not going to How does he
6: even – yeah, how how is he even on the on the radar? Yeah. I mean, that, that I don't just, care uh, how well he's like. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, hell, I, I, hell, I
6: like yeah. you, Chris, but that don't mean you're gonna get to be able to call plays for South Carolina, you know.
1: That is a fact. Yes, yeah, that's a fact. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how a guy like that. Maybe it's a smoke screen. You know, all we can do is sit back, I guess, and and trust him, Beamer, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't know what else we can do, man. So. Hey, but but I got on a positive note before I hang up. You know, I, I hold I hold the uh, the
6: record right now for the biggest donation to the spurs up show unless someone out uh, beat me on it no no you are you, if do, you south, do yeah in south carolina no not, not if when south carolina beats notre dame in the bowl you'll get an additional 200
5: bucks just like the last one a donation to the school or mm-hmm. to the spurs up show to the school
1: <laughs> todd you're the man i, I appreciate so,
5: that and uh
1: Yeah. I I think we got a good shot to get the dub, man. I I really do. I'm I'm I'll tell you this. I mean, I I love the coaching stuff. I'm excited to get closer to kick off, to actually start talking about the game. I I just, because this, this, I I just, I don't know. It it, kind of, to be honest with you becomes, I know some people love it, right? Like message boards and sports, this type of stuff is like the male version of gossip and I know people love it. They, some people are like fueled through it and fueled by it and, Hey, it's great for content, great for business, but I, I like talking ball, man. I like talking about. I'm an opinion man. I'm not a per sources man. You know what I mean. So, like, I, I like talking about no, making predictions and, and and bold takes, and um. So I'm excited to get closer to the game and start talking about the actual game because we got a great bowl game, you know, coming up, and I think we got a great shot to win it. So. Absolutely, man. Well, look, you have a great day uh, again. I, I'm so thankful that you do
6: what you do, man, because. With me being an owner-operator truck driver, I, I, I listen to your podcast on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Of course, I try to tune into your show almost every day when I can, and uh, I really enjoy what you put out there, man, and keep keeping it real like you do, and have a great Christmas,
1: brother. Todd, you're the man. Merry Christmas to you and yours, my guy. I All appreciate right. you. All right. Thank you, brother. Yeah, man. Take care. Great stuff from our guy Todd Smith and and what a what a what a what a kind gesture from Todd. Um, what a legend. What a legend he is, man. I, I truly do appreciate it and, and thankful for thankful for him and thankful for all of those who uh, who tune in for sure. Guys, we've hit one o'clock into our second hour here on this Friday, TGIF, December the 9th. again, uh, appreciate you all, each and every single one of you, for your continued love and support of the Spurs Up show. Thank y'all so much. Let's see. What's on the <laughs> – mm-hmm. anybody else like a, a 25 days of Christmas junkie? Y'all, y'all big Christmas movie people? I haven't watched any Christmas stuff, but I I, I do like to to get into the season. Um, good God, there's a Toy Story marathon on today. I'm sitting here just looking at, like, literally the schedule and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a big Christmas guy. Though. I love it. Love the Christmas season. Love the Christmas season, man. It's awesome. It's awesome being along, be, being, 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 uh, being with family, friends, all that good stuff, and and you all as well. So, you all as well. Um, next weekend, by the way, next weekend, all the Greenville Gamecocks next weekend men's basketball going to be at the uh, at the Bon Secours over at the arena. Taking on East Carolina in a in a in a in a neutral site non conference game, so we'll be out there looking forward to it. Going to be a good time, and uh, hope to see you all out there as well. Just looking at my guys over at uh, Carolina Cigars in Hilton Head, I might have to light me up a light me up a stogie later today. Light me up a stogie. Tyler Noel says, do you ever think you'll get a co-host to get on the airways with you for the TDC? It would be interesting to get someone else in the stew with you? Tyler, realistically, probably not. Um, I, I'll be honest. I've gotten to such a groove, Tyler. And we have the daily guests, right? And that's something that we'll continue to do on TDC. And it won't be quite as, um, there won't be quite as many guests now with football season and in, in the rear view or the regular season, in the rear view, right? We had that over that three-month period. We had our daily guests on. I mean, that that like when you take a moment and you really look back on, I mean, this this regular season, or this, this, this Gamecocks football season, the content, just unlike anything we've ever done. And, and the level in which the content was at this football season was, I mean, the, the, the best we've ever done. The best we've ever done and, and the most. And, I mean, content truly bleeding out the eyeballs. So, I want to say thank you all for the love and support, because without it, without such a big listener base and, and have such a big following, if you will, uh, you know, I don't know that those guests. I know those guests wouldn't have been as interested and intrigued to come on as as they are, right? And I'm glad we have J.C. Sherbert continuing every Thursday. But uh, in regards to your original question, the whole co-host thing, nah, I don't. I don't think Tyler. I'll ever go back to a co-host. I, I just I've gotten into such a groove where, yeah, I mean, you think about it, man. I haven't had a co-host for my podcast for any of my content in over three years. So I, I just I've gotten in such a groove doing my own thing. And this is an opportunity, Tyler, for us to interact. Um, and it's just with me. I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm unique in the sense that, like, I don't need a co-host to help me carry a conversation. I, I just don't. You know what I mean? And I, and I actually prefer. And, and what's tough about that, Tyler, is this too, is that, you know, again, I've, I've found a ton of success just doing it myself. So. They're they're really if I if I really thought Tyler that bringing on somebody else would would bring an immense amount of value to the end consumer, then I would do it. But a consistent guest, nah, I I don't. Number one, I couldn't think of anybody I'd want to bring on, just to be totally honest with you. Uh, And yeah, I I just I think in regards to how I want to attack content, me doing it myself is the best way to go about it. So, um, you know, it's when you think about the history of TSUS and. I had two different co-hosts uh, at two different points, and and uh, you know there's there's a there's a story behind all that. And one day I will tell the full story on, on on TSUS and the history of it. You know, all the way back to the armchair South Carolina days. But uh, you know, it's it's. I think what's the most difficult thing? Yeah, Tom Tom the bomb. Yeah, Tom the Tom days. What's difficult or what's what's when it comes to the co host thing, man, it's just tough when you're doing your business and you know, you've got this this dream and this plan for the entity, your business, and you're in it hundred and ten percent, and then your co host, they're just kind of in it fifty percent. You know what I mean? It's just like it's it's it, it's tough. And you got to coordinate with somebody when to record and bro, I just I just like rocking. I, I've got a great system in place right now, and, and I'm always reevaluating my systems and the way I do things. and Am I being as efficient and effective as possible? But uh, I would say right now we are. And again, if I really thought that bringing on a co-host would add an immense amount of value to the end consumer, to you guys, then I would probably do it. But I think right now we got a pretty good system in place. And you know, I'm an opinion man. I, I like to I like to use my voice. My 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 voice has power. I feel like and. I like to use my voice and my opinion to give my opinions on things and, and to talk Gamecocks and to talk sports and to talk whatever else it might be, talk business, whatever. So, yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I know I, – I guess I'm unique, right? Because not many shows is it just one person. Not many shows is there no co-host. But, again, we have tons of guests on all the time. We have Savelle Newton calling. We have Kelsey Quarles calling. We had the daily guests during the football season. Um, we've got J.C. Sherbert every Thursday, and it's, it's just, a, you know, when you sit here now and you think about it, what's so cool is, like, I remember <clears throat> I remember being on the TSUS tour over the summer and going to our different stops and stuff like that and kind of just, just you know, daydreaming or dreaming or projecting or visualizing, manifesting the content that happened this season. So now to sit here after the fact is just really, really cool because th- this – this football season i mean like i mentioned guys it it just the content was incredible i mean it really was and um you know i i think this this season of content is going to set us up for to really really go to even another level in 2023 but i i am fully convinced and fully believe at this point man that um the next step for the business, I, I, I really believe, and I, and I love having prize picks as, as a partner. And I love all my business partners, right? I mean, it's, it, I do. I think the next step for the business is, you know, you see shows like Pat McAfee and you see somebody like Jared Carabas. They partner up with these Fan Duels and DraftKings. And I, I really believe the next step for the business is partnering up with somebody like that and getting like a mega deal. I, I really do believe that. I, I really do. Um, and I think we have the value to give back obviously, cause that's a key, that's a key proponent, right? I mean, it, you know, it's, it's, I believe in leading with value and I, and I think, and I know, and I, I know for a fact, we have the value to give back to a big, big company like that to where they would be investing in a growing, thriving show, a growing, thriving entity, a growing, thriving person in myself. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm for real, man. I, I I think things like the T-SUS bus, I think road trips, I, I think that is a real thing that's going to be happening really soon. Um, whether it be next season, whether it be the following, but I, I don't put any limiting expectations or beliefs on it. I, I really do believe that, like, <clears throat> I really believe that's, that's in the near, near future. I mean, we are, you know, we, we've been, I've been, we've been in the midst of a positive breakthrough for a little bit now. Right, It's not just like one day it all comes to fruition, but the things we're doing, the things that are happening in the public eye, the things that are happening behind closed doors, the things that are happening with my own personal growth and with my life as well, I, it, b- big shit's popping. Big shit's popping. So, um, yeah, I think there's very, very big things on the horizon for sure. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I, uh, I mean, again, man, we're, we're just <laughs> – growing on social media, like freaking crazy every single day. I mean, the numbers just continue to go up and up and up and up. And before you know it, you know, we're at hell. We're right now we're at 31.4 thousand followers. I mean, before you know it, man, we're going to be hitting things like 50,000 and just, just going crazy with it. So just going crazy with it. So, um, let's
6: Anyways.
1: 8437903377 guys. That is 843790337. So I was going to say I don't I don't spend a ton of time looking at social media analytics, but it is wild when you pull it up. Um it is wild when you pull it up. And we just I'm just looking at like our 28-day performance and stuff like that. We had 18 million impressions in the month of November. All-time record for us. Crazy. That's on Twitter. Let's jump back to the phone line.
3: Call from
1: Luke RJ. Luke RJ, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good,
6: Chris. I got a couple of questions for you today. Mm. Uh, you know how I like to hear your opinions. And uh, so I'm going to just try to interview you a little bit let's say because um so i was thinking about this today you know with the with the login tire and all this kind of stuff it sounds to me like that uh people raised hell about it and did some research on the guy and there was a bunch of things that came out that maybe beamer's like "Uh, i don't know if this is going to please everybody so I might not uh, want to hire this guy. You think there's any truth to that in the people, people raising hell that maybe he reconsidered, just put a feeler out there? Or was it all like, you know, the guy who reported it just, just uh, you know, making up a story to see see what, you know, South Carolina people would, would think about, about, about that situation?
1: You know, did the did the fan outrage, quote-unquote, did it play into Loggins not getting the job? Whether I say yes or no, Luke, RJ, it's, it's purely a guess on my end. I, I don't – I'll say this. I don't think Shane Beamer is or is not hiring, firing, making any moves on his coaching staff due to what fans on Twitter – a message board, a podcast, etc. Have to say, I, I I just don't see that. I don't see that. Now, does Beamer hear everything? Does he hear the commentary? Is he aware of it? Absolutely, absolutely. Beamer is as aware as any coach in college football, I think, because he's on social media, right? Like it, it's it would be naive to say that he doesn't see and hear everything. But I don't think he's making decisions based off of that. So, you know, I know a lot of people are comparing this Loggins thing to the Greg Schiano stuff that happened with Tennessee. I don't see that being the case. I, I think it's probably what's more likely is that, you know, we're we're in the purse sources business, right? A lot of us were in the content business, purse sources business. And I think that uh, – you know, some folks got wind from their sources from Arkansas and South Carolina about this Loggins character, and 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 it just it just took off. You know what I mean? So, um, but I no, I, I I highly highly doubt Shane Beamer's out here making decisions for his football program. Because you think about it, Luke Archer, if he was listening to the fan base that closely, that intently, he would have fired Marcus Satterfield. There's just no way he would have kept him around, right? If he was, if if that's all it took, right? So, no, nah, I. I uh, I just think it's the nature of the, the purse sources beast, if you will. And we're all just kind of – we're just kind of along for the ride.
6: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, no one – no one was saying that if he were to hire this guy, that it would have been a good a good fit. And, like like, everybody thought, well, that wouldn't be the best decision. And then, like, you know, the tweet you said about how, like, if Beamer does hire this guy, then all the good that he has done, from what social media's reaction to this, is that it's just completely, you know, gone away from from making this decision. And you know that's what everybody's reaction has been. So, you know, and and who knows? Maybe maybe it wasn't even. I don't know. Everybody says that it, it's it, what he's offered him or. Or it's it, it got pretty serious, but now it's just like it uh, doesn't seem to be the case anymore. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, again, I, th- I think it's all just purely a guess, Luke RJ. I really do. I think it's we're just kind of along for the roller coaster, man. And it's it's you know I, I I I love it from a content side. Like all this stuff is great for content. And it's and it's wild and just. It's, it's wild how I, I can throw up a tweet with some eyeball emojis and mean nothing behind it, and people just lose their fucking minds. Like, I, I just it, – it's crazy, but, again, it's the nature of the beast. And But, you know, is it my fa- – I'll, I'll be honest with you, Luke, RJ. Is it my favorite part of what I do? No. Because it's just – we're all just guessing, dude. Like, I, I, I like to more so give opinions on, uh, like, things that are actually happening on the field or things that are concrete. It's – again, it's it's – it feels kind of silly to he's the he said she said game you know what i mean but but again it, it drives content because people are so desperate to be in the know everybody wants to everybody has a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy and and i embrace it and respect it but you know i'd be lying if i said it was my favorite part of what i do but you know it's uh yeah so and, and it yeah. and it's and it's funny how like butt hurt people get right like like how you know, nobody, (laughs) you know, every, every, it's such an ego thing. It's, it's, and it's why, I mean, this is kind of taking it down a different path, different road. I won't be long on it, but it's, it's, it's why I'm so happy that like my business is not based off of that because it is such a, and I, like, I, I, I respect the hell out of JC, obviously, you know, got, got nothing but love for JC, but like that whole message board game, that whole subscription game, it's such an ego thing where it's like, I know something you don't know. So you should pay me to find out what it is. Cause I'm so smart. Ha, ha, ha. Like that's it, it's, that's just, I'm glad that's not my main lane. You know what I mean? I, I just am fortunate to where I've built up a brand and an entity to where, you know, I, I mean, of course I run into to information, right? Like I have a humongous, or I have a big following. And um, again, we got a pretty big platform. People, you know, want to, keep TSUS in the know and from the connections I've made with people through my show, having them on as guests or whatever, like I'm able to get information, but it's, it's, so I, I like where I'm at, but uh, yeah, the purse sources world is, it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy. So
6: Yeah. the, The message boards are a lot of purse sources, but I did listen to JC talk about it yesterday. He was, he was saying it's like the people who want to just talk about, South Carolina sports nonstop. Like the people that just, right. just want to have conversation about everything related to everything South Carolina. That's that's the message for people. Um yeah. you know, but I, I get what you're saying, like, you know, it is it is crazy. So here's my next question. You know, now that the transport portal is a thing right now and then you also have recruiting mm. coming up. And with the decision not being made about the OC yet, and uh, we haven't really heard anything either way from Beamer or whatever, you know, do you think maybe where where is the priority for Beamer? If you were Beamer, and I know you're not like a coach, you know everything that you know goes on, but where where is hiring this new OC like the timeline, or recruiting for this class and the transfer portal, making sure you have that under control before you, you do either one. You know, what is your opinion on that? So, so
1: let me let – me, uh, so, your question is, what's the timeline? Is that correct? Well, well, just like, you know, what's, what's more important? Should he be
6: focusing on the guys in the portal and his roster and the, the making sure that the new class is going to be good in recruiting right now? And then, like maybe waiting for the OC hire. Like, should or should he be hiring the OC first? You know, I think he's just he's balancing
1: yeah, like I mean, all this yeah.
6: stuff that he has to, has to do. You yeah,
1: know? no, it's a balance for sure. I mean, I but you know, to answer your question on the what's more important, the portal or the the recruiting class? I mean, again, I think it's also a balance. And I mean, I think for the most part, man, the recruiting class is done. I mean signing days in, in in 12 days, man. So if you got a bunch of I mean, most people are done or close to done. You know what I mean? So I mean it never it never finishes. I mean that's the thing. It's it's never finished. It's never finished. Um but I wonder I, I wonder this. I wonder how much of the transfer portal is proactive versus reactive. Like, you know how how like, we see guys on social media hit the portal, and we're like, oh, we should we should reach out and hit them up. I wonder how much of it is that or just how much of it is these guys kind of already know where they want to transfer to, and, like, they're reaching out. So, and I'm sure, again, it's a balance with that as well. But, no, that's why Beamer's paid the big bucks, man. He's he's handling it all. You know, he's handling it all. So, um, but I think for the most part, the high school class is pretty much done. But, again, that's the challenge for these these college coaches, man, Is is – you know, building a roster and, and balancing the portal versus the high school ranks versus, you know, and, the, and then now he's got to hire an OC in the midst of that. And and like I said, I don't know when the OC is going to get hired. If you don't have an OC by this time next week, then I, then I start to become a little concerned because I'd like to have the guy in place, um, you know, before signing day. I mean, I think that would be ideal. I think guys want to know who they're playing for, but uh, – you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, again, I I think Luke RJ Beamer is just balancing it all. I don't know that one thing has priority over the other.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's gotta be dealing with a lot, you know, with the portal and the recruiting class and hiring the OC, I think, you know, he can, he can definitely handle it. And when people say that, you know, we, we, we lost, uh, we're losing out on a couple people or, or changing decisions, and now we're going further down the list. The longer it goes, do you believe in that, like, or is he just finding a better candidate that fits his program and, and who he wants to bring in? You know, what the, do you think? about the that? The easy
1: answer, and the answer I'm gonna give you is, I think Shane Beamer is going to hire the best possible option he can get for the University of South Carolina. That's it. I, I don't. I don't yeah. think. I don't was, think there's some. Yeah. I don't think there's some magical list that he's going down checking off, you know, whatever and and, and the yeah. logins and the logins thing is indication that he's on his seventeenth option. I, I just I don't so I, I don't know. Again, it's an imperfect system. Everybody's grasping for straws right now, truly. So I, I think Beamer will and again, again, I mean, what other choice do you have, Luke RJ, than to trust Shane Beamer? Because what's the other option? You you be a – you know, just just doubting him at every turn and, and and motherfucking him every single day and just like, oh, this guy's a bum, he stinks, and we're just inevitably waiting for the day that he finally gets canned because he's an, he's an incompetent asshole. I mean, what's the other choice? Like, you'd probably rather be on the Beamer <laughs> ball to the moon side, wouldn't you? I mean, so, I mean, for college fan bases, this goes so far beyond South Carolina, and I saw it with Will Muschamp, too. Their guy is the guy until he's not. Like, fans are going to be all in on a guy until it's so painfully obvious that he's not the guy, and then they'll turn on him. And no coach, no coach in this world is immune to that. None. 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 So, and that's why I've said that that it's important, it's massively important that Shane Beamer get this hire right. Because if we're getting into year four and year five, and, hey, as the great Luke R.J. says, year four and year five going six and six, that ain't Beamer ball. It just, it won't be. (laughs) That <laughs> offense averaging twenty four points per game in year four and five, that ain't Beamer ball. And I just don't know that the fan base is going to sit around forever and wait on, you know, fair or unfair. It, it's just the win now mentality. This this win by any means, this win at any cost, this this win by nil, right? And people are investing a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of energy. If you, you know if you yeah. if you swing and miss on this OC. I think even even the most loyal, like a Luke RJ, will start to turn a little bit. It's unfortunate, but it's true. <laughs> nah, never. I'm I'm uh, I'm with South Carolina forever, man. But uh,
6: you know, I think uh, he just like you said, he's going to do uh, what he thinks is the best. Uh, you know, person for he's going to hire the best person for the job, and he's. Hold on a second. Uh yeah. Um but uh yeah, I think I think that, you know, buddy, he's gonna hire the best person and it's gonna be fine. You know just we just have to wait, wait and see, bro.
1: That's all you can do. I mean that's again if you and, uh, if you can't trust your head coach to go hire an offensive coordinator, then he shouldn't be your head coach. That's a that's a that's a higher he should be able to make on his own. And I know he can, but that's a higher, Like, we shouldn't have to – you know what I mean? I shouldn't have to give Shane Beamer a list. You shouldn't have to give him a list. Nobody should. Nobody should. So, um, you know, I I said it about Loggins. If, if Loggins is the guy or would have been the guy, I, whoever it is, I'm not going to be this guilty till innocent type of uh, type of mindset you know if, if it was logins like I'm gonna give him a chance man because all I, all I want to do is score points and win I don't I don't care who it is I don't care what your resume is but oh, dude I mean you look at a guy like a login yeah. it's like he's failed everywhere why, why all of a sudden yeah so I, I just there's got to be better options right I, I don't know I, I just but on the other side I just I wonder if beamer's a guy that because he got a shot as an inexperienced you know, rookie coach, I wondered, is, is he a guy that that's his MO? He wants to also bring in other coaches that are, that are rookie, you know, just inexperienced. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's again, it's all guessing. It's all just per sources, nonsense. So.
6: Well, the, the last thing is whoever he hires, it's got to make sense for everybody else to a little bit. Like you got to be able to pitch that it's going to work out, you know? And, According to everybody else and that other guy's resume, it's like, this doesn't sound like it's going to work. But we – we, it's like you said, you know, we got to trust in Beamer. That's that's all I got, Chris.
1: Luke that's R.J., you the I man. Got. I appreciate it. All right, later. Yeah, man, take care. Great stuff from Luke R.J. Guys, we're rocking. We're rolling here on this Friday. That being said, let's jump into a quick break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you more, your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily crowd All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. By the way, I want to let you all know, Robbie Davis informed me before the show that uh, he's got some family stuff going on, so he will not be calling in today. So it's it's funny. Right? <laughs> on days when Robbie Davis can't call in, it's like he's calling out of work. I, I love that. I, lo- I love the dedication. I really, truly do. So I wanted to let you all know, inform you all that uh, Robbie Davis will not be calling in today. By the way, Jeff Gulledge, I see, Says Reno Dante Reno said in an interview that Beamer told him the new OC wouldn't be until a couple of weeks after our bowl game. Jeff, where is that interview? I'd love to see that or hear that if possible. Let's jump to the phone ones. <clears throat> Call from Justin. Justin, what's up, man? How are you?
3: Good, good. How you doing, Chris?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking, man. What's going on?
8: Hey, guys.
1: It's frustrating, man. Like, we
8: have watched this offense so it's going. I mean.
1: I mean, it's like you try to fight a puppet match, right, Chris? I mean, it had not what yet, you know. I I I I'll tell you this, Justin. I I think the I think the best method of operation moving forward for people for this OC thing is this, and this may not be the most popular advice, but it's the advice I'm gonna give you. Just chill. just just, just let Beamer do his thing. Hey, you know what? The beautiful thing is, I'm not responsible for hiring the OC. You're not, because think about this. I mean, here's what I don't want to happen. Here's what I will not do. The OC may not be hired until the turn of the year. If, if this thing Jeff just sent is true, where it's going to come after the bowl game, bro, a new OC may not be hired for four weeks. The last thing I'm going to sit here and do is have these conversations on a daily basis about the OC. Like, at some point, you just got to chill, sit back, relax, say, you know what, it's on Beamer. I'll react accordingly when the OC is higher. That's not what the per sources crowd wants to hear, but that's that's kind of the way I'm operating at this point, man. Like, uh, unless there's, like, some hard, concrete, like, evidence to this guy, that you know, they're, they're seriously in talks or whatever. Like, I mean, I'm just chilling. I'm, I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait. Um Again, I, I know that's not really what people want to do, but uh, I don't know, man. I just I, I think it's 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 not it's counterproductive. It's it's not a not wise to to lose your cool over shit that may not even happen. Because because now the logins thing, it looks like anything will happen, and I'm like, damn, we shouldn't even like, shouldn't have even had a reaction to it. Shouldn't have even had a reaction to it. But so is the nature of the beast.
8: Oh yeah, hey, Chris, I agree too, man. And hey, Chris, one thing we can do is be patient and just and just wait, you know, because like you said, my friends, like this is a process that that's that's the process gonna take time, you know. Hmm. Why, Chris? Uh,
1: it, it it apparently it takes time. Yes, the the process I guess takes time, and Beamer is on his own time schedule. He's not hiring the OC when when you want to do it or I want to do it or. You know, when anybody on a message board or Twitter or anything like that, he he's not on our timeline or your timeline or anybody else's. He's on his own. So he'll hire the OC when he sees fit, or when it when it's meant to happen, it will happen, and again, we'll react accordingly. But uh, you know, I, I I don't say this in a in a <laughs> I don't say this in a in a dismissive or uh, or in a uh, what what's the word I'm looking for in in a insulting type of fashion. I just say this because it's funny. And I think because it's true, you know, message boards and sports and the whole purse sources thing. It's the male version of gossip. That's all it is. You know, that's truly, you know, some people read people magazine or entertainment tonight, or, you know, a lot of people like to watch trash TV, reality TV. And I know a lot of people like who, who I would never watch that. Who would watch that? Like, this purse sources stuff is our version of gossip and scoop. And you know, for a lot of people, it's like crack. Like they just can't put it down. It just it fuels them, right? So, and I'm not complaining because I'm in the oh, con- yeah. I'm in the content game. But like it it is funny, man. It, it is funny how like the coaching scoop and all that. I mean, that's some of the greatest content. We I mean, do some of the greatest content I ever made was when Will Muschamp was fired and we were searching for a coach for a couple of weeks. Like Dude, every video I put out did crazy numbers because everybody wants to be in the know. Everyone wants to be in the know, right? It's the male version of gossip. Oh, and, yeah. and, I know we, and I know we got female fans of this show. I'm not trying to say it's a male, thing, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it, it really is. It's our version of trash TV. It's our version of reality TV. This per source is BS. So, I don't know. All, all, you got to either embrace it or get off of it. And, of course, doing what I do, I'm going to embrace it.
8: Yeah, me too, Chris. And hey,
1: Chris, say about this is
8: like yeah, I know we will gonna go after somebody that's big, right, Chris. You said what now? Hey Chris, I know we, I, I know all fans will to go after some big name. Why? Like, that's that's been that's been the material
1: for years, right, Chris? Well we we I, you know I I'd just like to get a name that made me feel confident that there's a chance that it could actually succeed. I'd say you 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 know, I, I know that I know that that people See, if you're a Gamecock, you're a diehard Gamecock, you're going to try to spin anything that has a block C on there that is garnet and black. I, I get that. I, I understand. I mean, you could put a block C on a piece of shit and people try to find the positive in it. I get that. But realistically, I said that you can't, I mean, you, you just can't afford, in my opinion, to hire a Marcus Satterfield again. This can't, as J.C. Sherbert said yesterday, no more experiments. No more, well, we'll just, we'll see what happens. We'll roll the dice. Like, you need to hire a guy that has some experience, that has had success, that there's real things on his resume that you could point to and say, oh, well, that gives me confident, confidence he'll be successful here. Well, that makes me feel a lot better about that hire. Like, the logins thing, dude, give me a break, bro. You, you have to be in such a spin zone to think that was going to be a good hire to 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 spin that into, well, he'll turn out to be. Like, no, dude, no. Like, we should be hiring someone better than that. And you know what? If if Beamer does yeah, hire him, I, I'm not going to sit there and beat a dead horse and just bitch every single day. But I mean, come uh, on, man! Like, we we should be hiring someone better than that.
8: Yeah, I agree, Chris. The thing about this is, Chris, you got to go out there now. You can't go. You cannot go after these NFL weeks yet. You know, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree, 110. percent Yeah, go get a guy that's proven that you have confidence in. That's what this fan base needs and wants.
8: Yeah, and because that's what we need right now. You and like you said, man, we want to move the ball. We want we want confused defenses, you know, and, and take them off the toes, right, Chris?
1: Yeah, we have to. We have to move the ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have to score, man. That's just bottom line. I mean, like I said, I just even if even if we're winning, I mean it's it's even if we're winning seven or eight games or whatever, and I I just, you know, there's people out there like a coach Ford, like other fans, that if they swing and miss on this OC. Shane Beamer will be done in their eyes. I mean, Shane Beamer will be – he will lose – Shane Beamer will lose trust from the fan base in regards to, we trust this man to field a competent offense. Fair or unfair, that's what will oh, yeah. happen.
8: And yeah, Chris, we did not want Shane Beamer to lose the fan base because everybody, if he missed this time, oh, boy, boy, this would not look good Oh, his resume, you know, Chris?
1: Indeed. Indeed, Justin. I appreciate the call, my guy. We got the phone lines ringing off the hooks. So I'm gonna try to get some other people in here, but it's always a pleasure, man. Great talking with you. All right, you too. Take care, my boy. Go game, cop. Go, Cox. Have a good weekend, Justin. We'll talk soon. All right, you too. Thanks. All right, brother. Take care. Great stuff. Yeah, we got the phone lines ringing off the hooks. So I'm gonna try to get everybody in here. 843 790 3377. We had a Greenville number, we had a Myrtle number. Uh, Coach Ford says, "Yep, you're right. Two OCs enough for any head coach." Coach Ford, I know you'll. I know Coach Ford, you ready to bring hell down? My guy, I know you ready to bring hell down. You ready to bring hell down on on Shane Beamer? Coach Ford is just he's itching. He's he's licking his chops. There's nothing that gets Coach Ford's rocks off more than coming at Shane Beamer. <laughs> Shut the bull line, Michael. <clears throat> Michael, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey Chris, love the show, boy. Keep up Thanks, the man. hard
2: work. Keep grinding for Thank us, you. man. Thank you. Hey, got a couple personnel questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry if you have, Sorry if you talked about this. I missed it. Um, what are your thoughts on Jordan Birch and Jordan Strawn? Do you think they return next year, or their status?
1: Well, you know, I, I've actually heard from people that Strawn might be gone, which kind of surprises me, seeing as he got hurt. I, 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 I be honest with you, I don't have a great feel on that one. As far as Birch. I think it would benefit him a lot to return, but but again, it's it's 50 up in the air. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of those decisions may not come till after the bowl game. So I, I, I think it's yeah. anybody's guess. Anybody's guess at this point.
2: Gotcha. Okay. And then, a quick recruiting question. I don't know if you talked a lot about Lenore Sellers. I know committed um, to Syracuse. The OC changes have been there, but dude looks pretty dynamic. It looks like from what I saw, South Florence yeah. stuff, but. I know his recruiting ranking isn't as high as what maybe you would think, but do you think we're going to be in on him? Do you think
1: he commits? I know I get a 20, yeah I I get a lot of questions, a lot of DMs about Lenora Sellers. There are a lot of Lenora Sellers fans out there. I can tell you that. Um, I, I don't know, man. I mean, he's a quarterback, correct? Yes, quarterback. Yep. Well, yep. I mean, you know, you look at the position, you look at the dynamic of that position. You've got two young guys in in. Tanner Bailey and Braden Davis. So if they really believe in those guys, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, they might, they may not be interested in, in bringing him on, I, you know, and, and I know that, that some people hate to hear that, but I, you know, I just, you can only bring in so many, you can't get them all, you know, you you'd like to, but you can't get them all. So especially at that position, only one can play. So, um, you know, you've still got Luke Doty again, you've got Braden Davis, you've got Tanner Bailey and they're both going to be red shirt freshmen next year. So, I mean, do you need another quarterback? I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, you know, but, yeah. Sounds good. Thanks, man. Appreciate your perspective, bud. Have a good one. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Thanks so much. Great stuff there. 3377. three seven seven. That is eight four 3377. Let's see. Travis says, go get the line dudes. Yeah, I hear you. Go get the line dudes, indeed. Yeah. Also, this, uh, what about this running back, right? What about this running back from Dutch Fork? Everybody freaks out about. And Tom Tom Knotts has been, you know, calling everybody crazy. that had this, this Jarvis Green kid. Apparently, Clemson just offered him and Vatek, and he just decommitted from James Madison, so... It's funny. I have a lot of people that hit me up, like, "Come on, man, you gotta, you, why are, you gotta offer?" I'm like, "I don't offer players, <laughs> and I don't think Shane Beamer's gonna offer a kid because I tell him to." So, I mean, guys, listen. I, why have they not offered him? I don't know. It comes down to numbers. I, I Beamer's DMs are open. Hey, the, the DMs are open for people, right? So, shoot them the DM. If call the office, call the football building if you want them to hi, if you want them to offer. Lenoris Sellers, or you want them to offer Jarvis Green? I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know why they do and don't offer these guys. I don't know. So, um, I don't know. Anyways, anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. You know, it's it's uh the time flies by with you guys, and and I'm uh <clears throat> I truly do appreciate it. Let's see. Our guy Chase in the Big Cock Club Discord TDC Questions channel it says random Christmas question: Chris, are you an ugly Christmas sweater type of guy? Ooh, gotta had a sneeze. I gotta hold back. Woo. all right. Ugly Christmas sweater. N- I mean, no, not really. I'm not. No, I, I don't own an ugly Christmas sweater. I will say though, and it's it's such an oversight. At some point, the the merchandise side of the business is just going to be its own humongous thing, where I'm not getting pulled in a thousand directions, but a beamer ball ugly christmas sweater would have slapped I'm not going to lie to you would have slapped so anyways um not really an ugly christmas I, like i i would i would rock one though i'm not saying i wouldn't like if i could find like a vintage like south Carolina of gamecocks ugly christmas sweater that would that would be dope but uh I, you know no nah, I, I mean i mean <laughs> chase what type of person would you have? Like, are there people that you meet and they're like, yo, one thing you should know about me, I'm a huge, ugly Christmas sweater guy. Like, closet full of them. I'd be like, okay. All right. That's interesting, to say the least. Uh, Madison, Chris, are you going to be in any, are, is BB basketball games or baseball games? If you put MBB, I would know better. If If you're asking basketball, I will actually be at, um, the game against East Carolina next weekend, which is in Greenville. I'll probably go to a home game or two. I'd like to check out Gigi Jackson, obviously. Um, Basketball games. Yeah, I I mean, I'll probably go to a couple, Madison. But, you know, I'll be totally honest with you. Like, now that I'm in Greenville, it's just I I can cover the games not being there. And, and, I mean, I I love going. Don't get me wrong, but, like, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I'm excited for a lot of our, you know, we're going to watch, I think we're going to watch pretty much all the games or a lot of the games in the Big Cock Club Hangout, in our Hangout, if you will. I know I haven't done that yet at this point with you guys. I know my Hangout folks are probably like, what the hell are you talking about? You haven't done it yet. But we will be watching the games in the Big Cock Club Hangout, a lot of them. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I will probably go to a handful. But same thing with baseball, too. I'll be watching a lot of baseball games from the studio here and, and watching in the hangout and stuff like that. So we'll figure it out as we go along. And of course, I will let you guys know. Guys, we're going to jump into one final break on the other side. I want to continue to hear from you more, of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Final 10 minutes or so here in the Daily Curl on this Friday, December the 9th, 2022. Appreciate you all. Thank you all so much again for the continued love and support. Be sure to check out the podcast that dropped this morning, episode 739. Crazy, 739 episodes. Uh, episode 739 today, talked a little bit about the OC stuff. Also, of course, just a brief preview of the game on Sunday. Gamecocks taking on. The Presbyterian Blue Hose at the CLA—a doubleheader at the CLA on Sunday with both men's and women's. Women's will play at two. Um, women's will play at two against Liberty. Men play at six against PC. So, the Blue Hose, John Rice, H O S E—the Blue Hose. Yes, <laughs> I see what you did, John. I see what you did. Um, by the way, we, we got the, my guy, Jeff Gulledge sent this over. This is what Dante Reno said, by the way, about the OC thing quote, he wants to do whatever is best for the team, whatever is best, best for the guys in that room. Nothing changes for me. I'm still their guy in 24 or 23 class, whatever they want to do. He's going to hire a quarterback coach, offensive coordinator within the next couple of weeks after the bowl game. I'm not too sure who's going to call plays in the bowl game. He didn't tell me that. He just said it would be like a collective offensive game plan. So that's coming from Dante Reno. So, guys, again, we may not even have an OC until the turn of the year, which, if that's if Dante, which you'd think Dante Reno knows what the hell is going on, right? So, um, that's coming from Dante Reno. So we, we may be getting all worked up for nothing. I mean, we really, truly might just be getting worked up for absolutely nothing, which, like I said, it's just the nature of the beast. Welcome to Per Sources season. It is what it is. Um, Welcome to Purse Sources season. Anyways, guys, 843 790 33777 Yeah, I don't I don't know. I couldn't say the word seven there for a second. Uh, anyways, guys, I was talking about this in the Discord over the break. Very, very excited for baseball season. I mean, I, I, you know, it's it's funny. I get asked, I get asked a lot, like, what's my favorite to cover? And of course, nothing nothing moves the needle like football season. I mean, it's, it's football season is so much fun because all the content pops and it goes crazy and talking football is a blast. But uh, baseball season's cool, man. I love it. I love it. I love how many games there are. There's so many games. The content never, you know, it never runs out, right? There's just so many games to talk about. And, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to the baseball season. I think it's... <laughs> goes without saying it's going to be a much more fun season this upcoming year than it was this past one for sure. So also excited for the final final week of the year. Uh, Great opportunity for us to look back on all the successes that the year provided and look ahead and forecast to to 2023 and, you know, really pumped about that. So I want to say thank you all again so much, man. Y'all have made 2022 an incredible year. And I'll talk more about the year that was when we get closer to New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, what have you. Um There will be – yeah, I'm just thinking about looking ahead to content. Of course, that Friday, the 30th, will be the game. So, there will be no TDC that Saturday, the 31st. Of course, Sunday, the 1st. And we'll get back after it on January the 2nd, that Monday. That will be the first TDC of the year. So, Coach Ford, I'm the same as you, though, my man. I, I Really, I don't care if he wants to take three more weeks. I don't care if he wants to take four weeks. Hire someone, just make a good hire. I don't care. I don't care when he wants to hire. Like, I don't need the OC hired right now. I really don't. I because I can, I can assure you guys, Beamer is telling these recruits, hey, Moz Bennett just just decommitted from Tennessee. I'd almost guarantee you he's gonna be a Game Cock. I, I I feel confident in saying he's probably gonna be a Gamecock. Obviously, Moz Bennett likes what we're gonna be doing offensively enough to take that risk. So I, you know, I um uh, you know, I, uh, I I I'm not in a rush. I I don't think there's any reason to be in a rush necessarily. Um, so yeah. Also, guys, really excited. I tell you, I'm I'm I am excited to get down to Hilton Head, hang out with the uh, the Carolina Cigars guys. Looking forward to it. I'm trying to go back in January. I'll Have to hit them up about that, but definitely trying to go back asap. We had a blast. I mean, that that was incredible. I had a blast down there the last time I was there. Uh, I think it's a no brainer. We should, we should, uh, we should head back down. So I'm looking forward to it. We'll do some live shows, stuff like that. Maybe we can do another event. I think, I think another event, I'll definitely get get in touch with Tom and Eric. I think another event though would be incredible. Maybe a little, I don't know. I want to get down there and play some golf for sure. Um, But yeah, we'll, we'll uh, we'll rock soon. Probably middle of January, I think would be a good time. I'll have to get in touch with those guys, but yeah, we'll have us a blast, smoke some stogies, talk some ball. We'll be in the midst of basketball season. And, I mean, really, guys, you, you think about it content-wise. These next couple of weeks are interesting because it's a little bit slower, going to be a lot of OC chatter, some basketball, but a lot of counting down to the bowl game. We'll do our our Christmas show, Dear Santa show. We'll do our, you know, look back at 2022, look ahead at 2023. But, I mean, when we get into January, you know, I'll do – Waits too early predictions for the 2023 football season. You know, we'll talk basketball, of course, and then by middle of January, we start our countdown for baseball season, and I start uh, position unit previews for baseball as well. And we do that for three or four weeks, and I do my season preview show, and boom, there we are opening day, so – uh, I, I love it. I'm excited. You know, with, with the start of baseball comes just the game itself, but also, you know, the weather starts to warm up and you get closer and you get more into spring and spring ball starts for football. And it's it's a good time, man. Content bleeding out the eyeballs. It never stops. And it's, it's I love it. I love it. I get to wake up and do something I love to do every day. And it fuels me and it's my passion. And, uh, you know, again, I'm excited to get down back down to Hilton Head and do the, do the show live from from Carolina Cigars, number one, because I, I love those guys. But number two, uh you know it's it's I love getting out of the studio and just kind of finding inspiration in 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 different places and it just it's fun to switch it up you know it is it's fun to switch it up and we certainly will be doing that I'm I'm planning on traveling a lot more in 2023 that's something I'm really excited about in the sense of you know now not being in Columbia it's going to give me a lot more freedom and a lot more flexibility to just hit the road and kind of go wherever and um, because I can do what I do from literally anywhere. And I don't have to go to all the basketball games. I don't have to go to all the baseball games. Like I don't have to be there in person. Football's a little bit different, right? It's a little bit different. But I may even, I may even I may even experiment with things in football season next year. You know, John Rice says TDC Live from Charlotte for the first game. You know, John, I, I don't know if you heard me earlier, but I I I really do believe, man, we are very close. To And I think the next breakthrough for the business, again, I think it's just right around the corner. I think the next breakthrough for the business is, is like a, a FanDuel or a DraftKings or maybe a Prize Picks, you know, that type of partnership becoming like the partner, right? And the TSUS bus being a real thing and, you know, having a remote studio and, you know, so I don't know, John, we might have the RV up in Charlotte. You never know. You never know, my guy. We might have the mobile home riding up to Charlotte. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I, you know, I've also considered, guys, honestly, I've also considered staying back and doing a live pregame and postgame show from the studio. I, You know, I think there's a lot of value in that. I know it would be very well watched. I mean, it would be content that would pop off, no doubt. I, I just, I do love, though, the interaction. Um I love the interaction in person on game day. I, I love it. I love it truly. Um, I, you know, it's 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 cool to interact with people on social media and like this, but it's even cooler to be at a tailgate, interact, shake hands, uh, get to talk face to face. You know, I'm looking forward to that in the bowl game. John, are you heading to Jacksonville for the bowl game? Yes or no? Are you are you going down to Jacksonville for the for the Gator Bowl? We'll have to link up if you are. We'll have to smoke the Irish pack. No doubt, no doubt. The Irish pack will indeed be smoked, my friend. There's no question. The Irish Pack will indeed – attaboy, there we go. I, I knew John would be going down. I, I, John, I, I knew you were going. I, I knew you wouldn't miss the opportunity to to go to the bowl game. So, yeah, it would be my first, uh, first Florida bowl game. He's a Section 116. I don't know where I'm sitting yet, John. I just booked my Airbnb this morning. I don't know where I'm sitting yet, though. We'll figure that out. Guys, hey, we've hit 2 o'clock. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. That being said, again, go check out the podcast. that dropped this morning. Again, yet another successful week in the books. I just want to say thank y'all again, man, for the support on the merchandise side of the business, the Daily Crow, the podcast, the content, everything in between. Truly do appreciate y'all. Hey, thank y'all so much. Have a fantastic weekend. Go Cox, Beat PC this Sunday and beat Liberty as well. Both Don Staley and Lamont Paris' teams. Best of luck to basketball. We'll be tuned in again. Stay tuned for all your coverage. And guys, don't go anywhere because... These are the gamecocks, man. The news comes out. It's it's. There's always some drama. It's a roller coaster, but we're all along for the ride. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. Have a fantastic weekend. We will talk to you all on Monday.